0: The vision received was that of blood cells traveling throughout the body, supplying the much needed oxygen and other nutrients to the differing members of the body to fulfill their purpose. Once the blood cells are spent, they must return back to the heart to be refilled before being sent out again and fulfill their purpose. That cre- uh, you know, the decision for homeschooling was hard because of the lack of income But at the same time, we saw God's faithfulness because God provided supplemental incomes through things that you were doing. I remember if you (laughs) if you listen to the last uh, podcast of testimonies that we have about the family, you would know that my wife, um, because she was, I guess, being stubborn and wrestling with the Lord, uh, the Lord kind of broke her arm. (laughs) And because she broke her arm, she wasn't able to go out and, and get a job and stuff. Um, but she incurred a huge debt.
1: you remember? Yes, Jen.
0: Yeah, a huge debt. And when we got married, we had to kind of deal with making the payments for those debt. So one of the things that God did was, uh, you know, he he put it on my heart. And and, and, uh, my my heart was to tell my wife, uh, I think you need to write a letter. I think you need to write a letter to the doctor. I think you need to write a letter to the hospital. I think you need to write a letter to the debt people. And so she did it. She wrote a letter to them. It was over $30,000 that we were owing. And we were having to pay this little, (laughs) you know, chunk of change. But it was like it was going to be forever. But he provided because the first letter got ignored. And then the second letter, I, I told you, I just told you, just write it again. And write it to all of them. I think you only wrote it to one person or one people the first time. And then the next time I said, no, write it to all of them. Just send it to every single one of them. So and we ended up getting a response, and the response was, they forgave the debt. Mm-hmm. So then we didn't have that expense anymore, and that was just that was that was just a huge testimony that that you know God wrote off a debt that you know we obviously were obligated to pay, but you know he he he, he saw it fit to, to uh, forgive us of that and to put it on their hearts to forgive us of that. So even though our our finances were strapped he gave us relief in so many different ways through supplemental incomes through forgiveness of debt but the longer we lived in in miami everything just got harder yeah um you the know cost of
1: living was the higher. cost
0: of living was rising uh we didn't have a yard i mean we we had a community pool but you know it, it was just hard uh, financially um we couldn't have put our kids on the on the on the, on the insurance. They had to be on the state insurance, and then there was a whole spiel with that, and and going through that every time uh, we needed to do something. Um, insurance, I think, I think insurance just to cover me and you was like seven hundred dollars a month, and that was twenty some odd years ago. Who knows how much it is now? But I mean, it was just skyrocketing. So we ended up. One of the reasons why we ended up uh, leaving was just it was just getting too costly. Um, but that's when we moved in two thousand six to Georgia. Um, so, but before we get to, to Georgia, um, let's kind of maybe, uh, focus in on, um, as parents raising three children, I think we learned quickly early on that it wasn't going to be the same. They were different. Yes. How, how, how did we ended up? dealing with that or struggling through that because I I think some parents may have their first child and they oh every child is going to be like this and then you quick to find out oh my gosh no you know what were the differences in our in our children that just became you know a struggle that we just had to learn along the way
1: I mean each of them uniquely we we have challenges with um our oldest was very bubbly very she was pretty she was very obedient um, her dad taught her once, I don't know, she got in trouble for something. And he was like, when you hear me call your name, you better jump and go or respond immediately. Um. (laughs) And that like that recorded in her little brain, like she, that was never an issue. But my son, he was independent. He was, um, he was touchy feely, hands-on exploring. If I told him not to get near a tree, he got near the tree. I know one time he, there was a, a ants and he, leaned on the tree, and I had told him several times not to, and he ended up getting all bit up. Um, he, was the, he was the kid that I could never sit down with our that park friends that we had. It was a standing joke, literally. I just made a pun. Um, I had to stand during the whole time we met, because if I sat down, my son would disappear in a heartbeat. And so it was inevitable that I'd be looking for him. Like several times um, we went, I know one time we went to a mall, in the middle of the day to do something, and I stepped in. We were leaving the play area, and I stepped in, and I had the two girls, one on each hand, and he was walking. And all of a sudden, I stepped in to look at some chocolate. I was going to buy some chocolate for him, and all of a That's sudden, it was. The one second he was gone, and I freaked out. I remember I texted my husband. He was at work. Um, I did yeah, not like, know I'm what to do. do. Something about it. Um, I because I actually I saw the security officer and he's like, oh yeah, we saw a little kid and he leads me all the way to the other side of the mall and the little kid that they saw was not my little kid. So now I'm really flipping because I'm just thinking, oh my God, we were near the bathrooms, you know, all kinds of things were just ringing out. And long story short, that child was um, had gone back to the play area and told the officer that his mother and sisters were missing so they were, you know um they radioed this guy and we 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 reunited but that i say that laughing now that was not i was very very frantic i was frantic yeah um there there were um so his temperament was wherever we went i had to find a way to contain him like if we were in a church i remember we were meeting in a place that was an office building or something and i had to put him he was younger but i had to put him in a playpen so he couldn't get out and then what he would do is start throwing everything out from the playpen um because he because if he was out he would start getting into all the cords and the electronics and touching everything
0: he did that even when he was in his room we were living in the townhouse he was in his crib he would crawl
1: up on he the would shelf. crawl
0: up on top of the shelf and then he'd be on top of the shelf and we yeah. didn't have that video was, cameras I, back then we times, just had the yeah, sound thing to couple of hear times the I sounds. walked in on him and he was on the very
1: top shelf near yeah. the ceiling and i was like oh my goodness so um and then our youngest she because she had stomach issues she was one that we could not put down so we literally had to carry her through her naps and, for
0: 13 yeah, months and she was very oh um
1: gosh. she wasn't one who road trips were not we didn't do very many vacations while she was little because. Do
0: you she remember the song screamed. we used to sing?
1: The kids would yeah. The what kids was the song? Would, don't cry, Deborah. How does it go? No, I'm not going to sing it.
0: Don't cry, Deborah. <laughs> don't cry. Deborah. Yeah. So the kids
1: were the kids don't were. Cry, that was their coping cry, of this child cry, that would scream cry. all the way if we went oh, to Orlando from Miami to Orlando. So that was that was a, I remember, a crying and praying over her. We asked people to pray for her. Um, if she was, you out, even
0: went to a class to massage I her went intestines. To a, I
1: did. I went to a class to, to sure learn how worked. to massage to relax her body. Um, I did every mother's milk drops, everything that every herbal, anything that you I could got off, off dairy. dairy. I got off dairy. I lost weight like all that. All kinds of stuff. I did a lot of things that just sort of trying to figure out how to get her through that and how to get me through that. Um, how to get the family, the kids, I I know kids are resilient because they, they, we, we taught them that song and that's what they would do when she would start screaming. Um, so we got through all of that. I mean, we had our, it wasn't like all the time, you know, during the day when we were doing school, she was fine. It was just whenever she ate, um, whenever we traveled, it was, it was, it was hard. So,
0: so the temper wins were very different. Yes Our oldest was, like you said, she was bubbly, she was vivacious. She would sing through the aisles of publix and, uh, and she would sing it out loud and she wouldn't need a microphone or a megaphone. Uh, our son was hands on with everything. just everything. He had to get his hands on it because that's the way he learned. I realized later that's the way he learns. He, he learns by you know grabbing on hold of things and then our, our third was was clingy. Just very not... Uh, v- had to warm up to people. And it took like sometimes a couple days, a couple weeks to warm up to people. But she was just on our, our chest, on our breast. We were holding her, carrying her everywhere. Um, and I think that was our first glimpse that, okay, it's not going to be the same with all of them. Mm-hmm. They're going to be different. And that really panned itself out as they grew older. And I think as parents... Um, I think we learned um that we needed to parent them just slightly differently because they were different people. Right. They responded to different ways of speaking, of 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 interacting than others. Um so that was a learning curve for us uh growing up. But you I I you know you brought up that that was a funny story. I, I didn't remember that about the mall, but I do remember how it happened again
1: in Georgia like a yes. decade later at in Georgia, Georgia at the Georgia aquarium yes. how, how
0: did that go what what happened there
1: um
0: sister, I got a call there too. My I
1: brother think. uh came into town with his wife and his kids so, um I don't remember what he was doing, but my sister in law and I went to the Georgia Aquarium. She had um her two daughters yeah and i'm I'm trying to remember who was on this um so her oldest daughter was Lydia's age and then her youngest daughter was Deborah's age about maybe they were six months apart six she was six months younger so than it was Deborah. you
0: your sister-in-law and five kids and three five, of them ours two of them hers. right okay so
1: we went to Georgia Aquarium that was the first time we I had ever, all of us had ever been there um and so I was videotaping and taking pictures of everyone so I kind of, I I think I was not really getting to enjoy Georgia Aquarium as much as the sort of watching the kids videotaping and taking pictures. But there was this one moment that I wanted to see the um, the what are those fish in the Amazon? Seelers? No, no, in the Amazon. In the, the Amazon piranhas. Oh, I was looking at the piranhas as a guy was saying, like, if you get close, you'll see them watching you, whatever. <laughs> and I stepped in and I looked at my sister in law, and she had her eyes on. Seemingly, we had our eyes on all the kids and when i stepped out and i looked at her she signaled me that like she didn't know where the, my the two younger girls my daughter her daughter and our son were the other the uh, Lydia and, and her cousin had gone to see something so we quickly found them but we went to the lost and found you know the lost and found or the and they're like they being very casual oh they're probably in the play area and i'm like they're little this is a big place this is like a mall what do you mean are y'all going to shut up the doors you know just they were being very very <laughs> you wanted them to close down the whole the aquarium <laughs> well they were being very nonchalant about it and here we have and my sister-in-law was panicking and i know she was and i was trying not to look panicked and i'm sitting there trying to text my husband like please pray i cannot we can't find the kids i don't know what's going to happen And in the meantime, my phone was ringing and I picked it up and these people were like, are you Carmen Ruiz? And I was like thinking, why are they caught? It was like, it was some sort of, um, you know, commercial, you know, people trying to sell me something. So I'm like, I don't have time for this. And I hung up on them Well, later on, you know, found out they called again, if they were the people that had our children, um, (laughs) that my son had thought that we said we were going to go watch a movie on the second floor And so his, his, um, sister and cousin were crying and he was comforting them and they went up there and we weren't there. And so when I got up there, I was about to rip into my son and the lady was like, lady, please be nice to him. He was comforting your daughter and the, he was comforting the two little girls, um, reassuring them that everything was going to be fine. So that was a moment of extreme panic. Um, and, um, I mean, my son I guess, you know, it was good that he he knew my number, he knew my name, he gave the information, he was very calm, and he went up there, but... He I was, passed the test. I was upset with him because he had led them up there instead of trying to find us when they couldn't find us, so anyway... But um, looking
0: back on it, I mean, he was the kid that, 10 years before, you know, got lost in a mall, and what did he do? He told the, the security... Yeah, yeah, his mom I, well, was, was lost. Yeah. Yeah. And yet, ten years later, he's now older. Same thing happens, but he's the one that's taking care of his sister. He's taking care of his cousin. He's got his head on his shoulder. He's fearless. He's <laughs> he's taking care of you know what needs to be taken care of, and he's not afraid. Right? You know. So that that was you know tremendous uh, test. So, you know, we those are some of the stories that you have, and obviously, you know, everybody's going to have their own stories, and they're going to cherish them. Um, but we did move to Georgia and one of the things that really um i guess were very much impressed upon us when we moved to georgia was okay we do have to educate them but we cannot neglect laying the foundation of the scriptures in them mm-hmm. and so that became a thrust a huge emphasis that we it's not that we didn't do it in 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 florida However, considering how young they were in Florida, it would be hard to kind of well, we were, you know we were lay the foundation. Doing, you did the Bible um, studies. No,
1: we both did. We yeah. were doing fun devotional family yeah, yeah, yeah. Bible studies. But but the, you can
0: only you know cement the foundation in them to such an extent because they're such they're so young. But when we moved out to Georgia and then the the, the 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 not preceding but the following years, um, that that was definitely emphasized in our house, mm-hmm. um, just getting into the word, getting into the scriptures, not merely, you know, um, you know, knowing your way around the scriptures and knowing what the 66 books of the Bible are, um, but helping them, you know, try to piece together this, this whole uh, biblical record of God's dealings with man and what God expects of man. And I think uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, um, that we ran into a particular book by Ted Tripp called Shepherding, Shepherding a, Child's a Child's Heart. I don't uh, know if that was in Florida or was Georgia. A,
1: that was actually in Florida because that book was recommended to us by my cousin. Uh-huh. We had met with him when our kids were little in Dominican Republic. And I was very impressed with how well his his mm-hmm. I think they were middle, middle aged middle school aged. At the time, how well they, how well well behaved manners, and I just and he's a, a minister in in a, in a Dominican
0: Republic, yeah, in Dominican mm-hmm.
1: Republic, and I asked him and he recommended that book and we read it and we um we took it to heart and I think we were imparting it on people in Miami, uh, with the Bible study people because they were starting with their children and we had our way of sharing a lot of the principles from there, so but we revisited it in Georgia as we were sharing it with families up here. But what we'd also read into that was a blessing. And again, I, I always think, I could say that I have these bright ideas, but honestly, the Lord just, he just takes us down roads where things just, he just drops blessings. And this particular um, incident that I remember is, we um, decided to put Lydia and John Daniel, I think, in a Bible Bee contest. Mm. And when we did that, they provided material to, the kids had to learn how to memorize scriptures, but they also provided material to study the books of the Bible. And I remember we were doing Kings and we were doing some other study. I was doing this with them at home. And that became like even a blessing to me as I was going through that with the children during the day. Um, and then, you
0: know. I Just to add on, I think what was really great for that, because I think you became a master at your craft. And I, and I mean, in regards to education because of what you went through with the kids in homeschooling, I think you bring that into your classroom now as a, as a foreign language teacher. Um, you did a lot of stuff with science. You did a lot of stuff with history where the kids would dress up and, and really get into Into, the, the the history of what was going on, the native Americans or the, or the, what was the other theme that, it was a major theme I think it was the
1: was the, it the feudal, Vikings or the,
0: the feudal the, wars yeah yeah so so the kids really really got into that but when we moved up to Georgia we did that with the Bible yeah we really it you, you more 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 you uh I, I I was probably a supplemental at the time but more you really involve them in in the stories and so when we read stories it wasn't like we were just reading it to get it done we read it with inflection we read it and we got up and we might act out something or have the kids you know do something you know more physical body wise with it so that they would just really be immersed as they're immersed into everything else and I think Um, that made the scriptures come alive in a way that normally kind of doesn't, you know, when, you know, it's different when you're just listening to somebody on a a pulpit, you know, give the story again, you know, but when you're at home and you get to dress up and you get to get involved into the things I think uh, that really did something for them that maybe later on they'll realize how important that was Mm -hmm. in, 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 you know, well, it it was scriptural it, it was a
1: ble- I think I believe it was a blessing to us as a family. It bonded sure. us, and I mean it was a blessing to me because anyway I go through the Bible, I could say I know it, and then I just find. I always tell my husband it's like a a layer of onions. You're peeling the layers off, and there's more, there's more, there's more, and so that's that's how I felt during that time. I felt like it was a um, although it was a good thing, but then it was a bad thing because I was putting pressure on my mm-hmm. daughter to you know, practice her scriptures and memory verses and everything. Cause she actually won the local competition in she, Georgia, the state yeah, of Georgia she won, won the, she, well in the region, she won oh, Okay, the region and um John Daniel, I think came in second, but anyway, her winning then opened the opportunity for us to go to Washington for her to compete. And um, Washington, DC. Yeah. And, and then the, the Lord blessed us in so many ways with that, because that yeah. was a, we were going to have to pay for all that. And then we, people just blessed us I wrote I wrote letters it's one of the only times that I've done something yeah. like that and that was a response, very humbling experience to the be response with me. was very it was very humbling there was a um, our, um, basically
0: we asked the Saints we asked friends we asked family because it, it was all five of us that were gonna go <laughs> it wasn't gonna be just Lydia you know it was the parents and it was all three of us were gonna go to Washington DC get in a hotel Got to travel there, got to travel back, and then spend—was it a weekend?
1: I mean, we got to—we we, we hit—we got to the kids got to go to Washington D.C. That was my deal. Like, we're gonna make something out of this. But the but, point was, it was gonna
0: be expensive, and on my one salary, it just—it it wasn't gonna happen. But and it was, uh, uh, and
1: my daughter, we we put it before her. We actually told her, I don't know if we're gonna be able to do this, and. We challenged her to pray about yes, it, so that was that one of the did. things that she prayed about because she really wanted to do it. But then after she got the blessings that we were going to go, it's like I could not get that child to, to to study to the degree that she probably needed to for the national competition. Um, so if I were going to change anything, it might be that. Um, but long story short, even a brother um, in Washington like sponsored us from over there. You know, got us made a collection in his church to give us money for parking because we we got the hotel, but then we were gonna have to pay like this exorbitant amount of money to park the car um and then uh, as we were leaving um he we were allowed to stay and he opened up his place for us I don't he wasn't even there during that time, but it was all a uh, the kid all of these things that we're sharing um to me were not just. It was part of the homeschooling experience, but it was also building the faith of our children because they they would watch us be in a situation where we couldn't, we probably wouldn't be able to do something, and then we would pray about it, and God would make a way for us. And not just them, but people that watched around us were seeing um, how God made ways for us with a lot of different things that we partook partook of with them. Um, the homeschool conferences that we went to that emphasized uh you know family Bodie bachman spoke at one is that the way did i say his name right i think it's Vody. Bauchman. Bodie bachman i said yeah, it yeah Bodie <laughs> um he he spoke um and it was a very good very good family co- you know homeschool conference geared towards family they watched us you know we worked the selling our curriculum getting you we usually had to get used curriculum i would get we could get new stuff for certain things but i didn't let the kids use the books they had to write on some of them, because they would it would just we would just recycle it so then whatever Lydia used John Dana would have it the following mm-hmm. year, et cetera so just ways for that God made for us to learn to be um very wise with our finances to to for it to work, and I continued um working part time um you know as a tutor and finding the balance i th- i think one time i told my husband we were like a revolving door as he was arriving i was leaving um sometimes there would be a gap of time we later come to find out certain things took place during that gap of time but god was very good to us and i i am very thankful as i hear parents now and the their heart cry and the situations that they go through um, you know, teachers at school that have children. I'm so thankful that we made that sacrifice and we were able to dedicate that period of time, let go of, you know, we didn't have the vacations and all the things that people do, but we had the time that, that you can't redeem that. You can't take that. You can't get that back.
0: I mean, uh, to sow into when we life. say that, that we didn't have vacations, I mean, you and I, didn't go on a vacation till our 20th anniversary.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just us. Just us. Just two. us.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. We didn't have a vacation.
1: But we had, we had, we had family. But what we did
0: was we had a lot of family traveling. Yeah. A lot of family. I mean, when we were in Florida, we went to Naples. And, you know, we kind of left Florida. We're in Georgia now. But one of the things that my wife said early on is that our youngest daughter... Would not get left behind on anything. And I remember when we went to Naples, we were swimming in the pool, and I was having the kids jump in the pool to kind of practice their swimming. So they'd dive in and they'd swim to the other side. Lydia was the oldest, so obviously she knew more, and they'd have been the swimming lessons. And then John jumped in after her, swam to me, and swam to the other side. And while I'm helping John, my youngest daughter jumps in the pool. <laughs> While I'm helping John and I don't realize and I turn around and there she is flail not flailing, she's actually trying to swim because she would not get left behind. And that has been her, one of her trademarks uh, in our family is that even though Lydia was older, taller, you know, faster for some time, John, older, taller, faster for some time, you know, on the bikes and running and playing and doing all of these things, our youngest just, she refused to be left behind on anything and would then excel. And it's one of the reasons why she excelled in her athletic prowess, if you will, is because she was doing things at an earlier age than her older siblings were. And so she ended up being, you know, with more physical uh, uh, skills uh, than them, just because she was doing it earlier because she just refused to be left behind. If they were riding a bike, she couldn't ride a bike. I remember teaching her how to ride bike here in Georgia, you know, uh, she wouldn't get left behind. If they were out playing basketball, if they were out doing this, out doing that, she would go and do it. I mean, we had a a, a tree climbing event. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Where they were in ropes and all of them were. It was part of a co op thing, but they had so many um, memories mm-hmm. that were just just awesome. That that you know, we may not have been the richest family materially speaking, but in experience. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, they had a really rich experience, not just in Florida with the co-op home group that we had there, but I remember you were traveling from Georgia to Tennessee. Uh, we went to Washington, D.C. another time. We visited the co-op friends that are in Carolinas, I think. Mm-hmm. And we, we did some stuff there. We got to go to Texas. You know, we got to do things that were, and we didn't fly the there.
1: Dominican Republic. We, got we did to
0: get to the Dominican Republic, and that was, you know, a blessing of your of your parents' Uh, to help us uh, do that. But for the most part, we stayed local. We just did things local, but it was just a very enriching environment. Um, so, you know, we, 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 we're in Georgia. We come to this point. Um, and now the kids are growing older. Um, Thus is the ministry of our Father's heart through us. Our utmost desire is to be in the Father's heart, to know the father's heart and express the father's heart to you. If you appreciate listening to this podcast and were blessed, pass it along to someone else by text, email, or word of mouth in the hopes that they might be positively impacted as you were. If you are interested in supporting our efforts, we would ask you to consider the following. 1. Pray for us. 2. Leave a positive rating or review with whomever you listen to our podcast with. And 3. If you desire to contribute monetarily, you can do so at paypal.me slash jbenjesus. Or you can cash app, dollar sign, jbenjesus. Or you can Venmo at jbenjesus. That's jbenjesus. God bless.